Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Oh, yeah, it's the Monday, 5 o'clock hour of the Lori and Julia show. That means we are just about a half hour away from Sex Monday. Woo! I, I'm feeling it. Oh, Feel boy. I got some good stuff today. Mm. I've got a little thing, you know, got some stuff on um, just good sexy stuff. All right. Well, that's, How about uh, that? that to look forward to. I just can't find my little note I wrote for myself. <laughs> that's why sexy stuff is having to suffice. <laughs> Well, speaking of um, sexy stuff, the plot thickens and gets juicier. So first of all, I couldn't be more thrilled that a a second Downton Abbey movie is happening. It has been confirmed. Um, The whole cast, including Maggie Smith, the movie has a release date, December 22nd. And everybody is coming back to the cast. Hugh Bonneville, Michelle Dockery, Laura Carmichael, Jim Carson, everybody. Of course, Hugh Bonneville and Simon Curtis is directing it. And he's married to Elizabeth McGovern, who plays Lady Grantham Cora Crawley. And he's got two Oscars and um, four Emmys. And then Maggie Smith, you know, she's... uh, She's amazing, and she turns 87 in December, right when the movie comes out. Awesome. Joining the cast, Hugh Dancy, Claire Dane's husband, Laura Haddock. I don't know who that is. You would if you saw a picture. Nathalie Bay and Dominic West, who Lily James, who Dominic West had the mad affair with in Rome, and they made a... Show together. Is she still in Downton Abbey? Well, that's we don't know. He, there's no way because well, he was just he was just cast in the Crown. I know how. So he's eating up all the British parts. It's it's a little ironic <laughs> that Oops, that uh, Dominic <laughs> West is coming in because the real tabloid scandal linking him to Downton Abbey cast member Lily James. She played cousin Rose, who was in. Downton Abbey for like four years off and on. She lived in London and in the series, Rose moved to the U.S. with her new husband. Maybe she's returning to England with her new husband. Hope he's not played by Dominic West because Dominic West gave him a contract. You can't speak to her. Well, maybe there's no way. Maybe she'll be married to Hugh Dancy. But the fact that Dominic West is in it. I don't think she's in it then, Lori. That is the writing on the wall. There's no well, way. Here's the story, what they think it's going to be about. So I, I don't, I think that you might be wrong because Julian Fellows, who wrote and created the TV yeah. series, is writing the, the movie sequel. And um, uh, so the first Downton Abbey movie, because I don't think you ever saw it, 
It followed the Crawley family and the Downton staff as they prepared for a royal visit from the King and Queen of England. The stories, the movie began in 1927, picking up like a year after the TV series finale. And so they could, uh, Rose wasn't in the first movie, but she could be cast in that because there could be, they could be celebrating uh, the fact that, because I feel like in the movie, Violet, played by Maggie Smith, she told the family she had cancer. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. So I think that Rose will be returning, and I think there will be gossip around this, and I think Dominic's West wife, that's why she said they have a, like the story came out last week, that they have a contract mm-hmm. that he has to abide by because he's going to be on the same set with her. There's going to be at least a couple but scenes. he vowed never to speak to her and work with her again. Well, that's because he didn't tell his wife he got this new bit of casting. Oh, Julia. Wouldn't you just be furious mm. if your husband mm. then went to go and make a show, even if they have no scenes together or whatever, press, red carpet, mm. all of that. Oh, you know she's Rose is coming back to show off her new husband, played by Hugh Dancy. You're just making it up that Hugh Dancy is cast as her husband. Because why is Hugh Dancy in it? He's married to Cousin Rose, and she's coming back to say goodbye to Grandmama. Violet. It's nowhere in this whole story did it say he's married to Cousin Rose. You're just making all that up. He's new to the cast. Understood. And there's nowhere in the story. But she left the series with her, with to to go to the U.S. and she met her husband. So why is Hugh dancing? I'm just saying he would be the right age. Oh, okay. Because I'm like, he would be the right age. Julia, I'm reading the tea leaves. (laughs) Get with the program. You're wrong on this one. I don't think I am. I do. Well, then Dominic West, I don't think he's playing her husband. Do you believe that one? Rose isn't coming back. Lily James is not going to be on this episode. She is. All right, thing. What are your thoughts from the sideline? I gave up on Down Abbey a while back. You did? The movie was so good. I have not even seen the movie. I finished the puzzle that came out with the movie. You know what was great about the movie? Because Downton Abbey should, like, the sweeping epic costumes, everything about it, like, it felt so great to see down the big screen. I want to watch that tonight. You should watch it. Yeah, that sounds good. You'd like it, and then you'd feel more convinced that Rose is going to come back from the U.S. to say goodbye to Violet. Who doesn't want much of fuss, but she knows she's dying. And I love Maggie Smith. She has the best line. Well, she does. She's the best. She really does. Okay, Rocco, will you play a song for us? Really? Okay, so musician Mike Mitchell passed away Friday on his 77th birthday. And he's the lead guitarist of the Kingmen. And Louie Louie, I mean, he'd been in the business for 60 years. And that's what they were known for. Doing a cover of Richard Berry's song. I never knew this. Do you guys know what the song Louie Louie is about? I have no clue. Rocco? I forget. I've heard about it before. I'm a sailor. It's a sailor returning to Jamaica to see his lady love. Okay? Never Louis, Louis. Knew, knew that. Is the name of the ship the Louie? I we have gotta no, go now. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody yeah. covered it after the Kingsman, the Beach Boys, the Grateful Dead, R.E.M. And um, if you go to that, museum the experience project or whatever in by the space center the the music yeah, museum yeah, 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 yeah they have a whole room devoted to the kingsmen because they're from oh i the love seattle that. area but um yeah so he he passed away so i just thought i would 
say that. But yeah, that band, they, they, they always played. They never stopped playing. 60 years, they were on the circuit. Oh, my word. And he has, the, of course, the impressive guitar solo right smack in the middle right of the song, does. which is called one of the best riffs in rock and roll history. But the song had a scandalous past. Okay, here we go. Listen, Is you Dominic know why? West in it? Uh, no. Because there's a swear word? Well, it was recorded in one take with low-quality recording, which gave it that scratchy quality. The lyrics were not easy to hear due to the poor recording. And because the band members thought it was just rehearsal, as a result, some of the words seemed to sound indecent, which caused it to be called pornographic. The oh, governor of dear. Indiana... In 1963, didn't allow the the uh, the record to be sold in his state, oh, um, and then the FBI investigated the song, reviewed the lyrics in a sound lab, and decided it was impossible to hear exactly what the band is singing. Wow. And they also did sing um, "Money." That's what I want, which that's oh, yeah. their other well-known song, mm-hmm. uh, "Little Little Latin Loopy Lou." Death of an Angel and the Jolly Green Giant. And who knows? I, I, jolly I know. Green giant. I know. No. Ten points if someone can sing the Jolly Green Giant. Call us 651. Who knows the Jolly Green Giant? Well, Rocco could just play it. Oh. He hits you with a can of beans. Yeah, right. Oh my gosh, that is hysterical. Anyway, people, that's just, right. I, I'd let you know about that's that. Good. Anyway, and then, um, oh, Julia, when you were gone on Friday. Yes. Um, <laughs> you had that one day off. You had that one day <laughs> off. Camp. But Damian Lewis uh, mm-hmm. from Homeland and Billions. The he, redhead. The redheaded guy. Never knew he was married to the actress Helen McCrory. I, I didn't know that they were a couple. And she uh, passed away. They were, she was 52 years old. People know her from Peaky Blinder. Oh, and I totally in, recognized her. Yeah, she, many, many shows. They met on stage. They were married 14 years. They have a 13-year-old and a 14-year-old, and she dies at 52 of, I don't know what kind of cancer. But he wrote like a really, oh. really amazing tribute that if you read it, it'll totally make I, you cry. He yep. writes this tribute letter to his wife. Really beautiful about just how... Um, as I sit down to write this, I can hear Helen shouting from the bed, keep it short, Damien, it's not about you. It was in the London Times. Um, he said, I'll try, but on a weekend when the papers rightly will be paying their respects to the Duke of Edinburgh, thousands of others around the world have been remembering my duchess, my little one, but and I just like to share my tuppence worth. And then he just writes this lovely, what she was as an actress and a mom and how kind she was. I mean, if you need a cry today, a sweet cry, read Damien Lewis's letter. Oh, it really, oh. and other children, you know, were 13 and 14. And and he just said, um, she's just been so heroic and wonderful. And I mean, he just really and truly. Um, That's something. Yeah, yeah really something. paid. Mm-hmm. It's just, I, I never really paid that much a Attention to, I didn't know they were married, but I mean, you read this and you're like, my God, he adored her. That's how you want someone you're, to feel about absolutely. you. You know? And um, anyway, now he's got to raise his two children without her. And it made me think of Liam Neeson after oh. uh, his uh, Natasha Richardson died. And I think her kids were younger. They were younger. I feel like seven and 10 or something. Something Just like that. Just a little younger. And they were on the ski trip in Quebec. Yeah. 
Oh, so sad. sad. Oh. Yeah. Okay, now this makes me very nervous. The story Holly told us earlier, that the Oscars 2021 will have longer speeches and be shot like a movie. I just can't stand the things that Steven Soderbergh well, let me is just reminding you. us that, you know, let me just of tell what you a they're couple doing. Things, what he said. Okay. He says, first of all, it's interesting that this is, you know, something that they're going out with, but he thinks that the longer um, speeches will give the actors more space and they he's encouraged them to tell a story or say something personal, which I think is great because I don't want anyone up there this year and to do politics. I don't want anyone up there to preach anything. I want them. I think if they did share delightful stories, they're actors. I mean, when you see like someone tell a great story. Right. But they usually are reading line. Not all people are going to be naturally be able to do this. Talk about putting pressure that's on okay. The, they make people. a gab of money. I know, but I'm just saying that they read lines. They act for a living. So this right there, I, be, I don't know. I think it'd be fun to hear a little bit more personal things out of these people. They're I, not going to do that. I, well, they're he's not. trying. He's I've, trying. They're trying, Lori. They're failing. And then telling us it's a teeny, teeny, tiny red carpet. I'm sick of small red carpets. I know it. I'm sick of area rugs as red carpets. And I, but I do Runners. love I do love how the Daily Mail keeps calling Soderbergh the Contagion director. <laughs> Let's remember that everybody. movie was a bomb when it came yeah. out ten years ago. But then last year, yeah. everyone was watching it. But they keep going. The Contagion director has this plan and that plan. All right, listen. We'll be right back with the Dirt Alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Good afternoon. Oh, we've been all over the place today, so... It's a Monday. Yeah, it's a Monday. Indeed Mm -hmm. it is. Well, let's start today's uh, Dirt Alert with some Kim Kardashian dating news. Oh, what has Chris multiple sources Jenner been up to? What stories is she planting now? Well, that Kim Kardashian... Chris Jenner's wonderful daughter is earning the title of most eligible billionaire bachelorette. She's not even divorced yet. <laughs> but you gotta love Chris's game, man. Oh, so this is a story from page six with a source exclusively Ooh. telling them mm-hmm. and citing Kim Kardashian as the KKW beauty CEO that she's been courted by uh, the cream of the crop of potential suitors. Like who? Well, we're not getting any specific no, names. but, but what, kind of, uh, what, what kind of a paintbrush is she painting with? Oh, everyone from royal family members, A-list actors, athletes to billionaire CEOs. People are also trying to reach out to Kim the old-fashioned way, sliding into her DMs on Instagram. Oh, that happens to everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but here's the thing. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Thank you, guys. Kim mm-hmm. Kardashian's not looking for anyone right now. No, of course she's not. She's still married. Thank you. She's well. not looking to jump into anything. However, she's keeping an open mind. Yeah. Well, she's probably inspired by uh, her older sister, Kourtney Kardashian's hot romance with Travis Barker. Oh, that's right. Kourtney Kardashian's birthday over the weekend. Some slightly suggestive postings uh, on the part of Kourtney Kardashian (laughs) and Travis Barker involving a thumb. Yeah, they're really having some hot, horny sex. I mean, you know what? Mm-hmm. Good on them. Yeah. 100%. But Kim, um, I've, I've been watching Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Yeah. It's been painful, like a forced television watching. I remember now why I quit watching all those years ago. It's... I, those I watched si- the first Those sisters can it. just be nauseating. They get there a lot, and they do so much manufactured for it. Mm-hmm. But um, they did, I saw the episode where it was MJ, Chris's mom's birthday, who I don't know what she's doing, but at 86, she's so she good. She looks good. But anyway, Chris, Kim was sitting there with all four of her children. Her children are so young. Oh, she doesn't want to get... She's she so busy. She has four children under the age of seven. Yeah, that's so much work. Plus, she's in law school or, yeah. you know... Uh, yeah. But, yeah. I mean, I was just, like, really struck at, like, yeah. whoa. There's a lot going on. Who's got time to date, man? No, right. Right. Yeah, I watched a Kim Kardashian makeup tutorial on Instagram. Oh, my gosh. And, and it's one of those things, you know, to your guys' point... Where does she find the time to do all of these things? I don't know. It's scheduled. You, yeah. Yes. She gets to show up. Someone takes care of everything. I feel like she's a Virgo. Oh, Lori, you're so mean. <laughs> no, it's not mean. Virgos get things done. There are more CEOs that are Virgos than any other sign. I'll have you know. She is a, she's a cusp of a Libra, or excuse me, what would it be, a Libra and a Scorpio, because she is October 22nd, oh, okay. 1980. All right. Well, but Libras you know, are very organized and. That is, and very balanced. Ba- so very she balanced. can balance yeah. it all. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. So, well, we learned something about Kim Kardashian's astrology. But I do believe people are hitting <laughs> up on her, but I watched her, I mean, her bottom is so. Uh, fascinatingly large and disproportionate it's and so you see it and i saw chloe compete in a um they did like olympics jenner's versus the kardashian but they all dropped out and it was like kendall against chloe and um courtney but when chloe was running her butt badunk dunk. yeah but like you could almost see the silicone pads individually moving in each of her it was, mm. I backed it up and I was watched like, it watched again. it again. And I, I was, took video and pictures and I sent it <laughs> no, to Dr. Crunchfield for verification. No, I, I was just like, you can almost see the silicone. Yep. Uh, pat, you know, like when someone gets too big of um, silicone implants yeah, and they're laying down. So no, but they're laying down and the boobs are just like straight Hard. up. Yep. Yeah. The mystery is what does it feel like to sit? Well, what well, does it feel what like to run? Week. How does it feel? How do you sit on that? And Kim really is so uh, disproportional, like how she looks. But apparently everyone has just become used to that in her family. No one looks twice. Right. I would have to give my sister crap for days about that. Well, and you both saw Kim Kardashian in person, yes. correct? 
But this was even before she was, this was Chris Humphreys, and she's put in, more, she's loaded her bottom up with more yeah. adipose fat. But Just she's got a tiny waist, she's a teeny and waist. she's absolutely gorgeous. Mm. Well, yes. Think, yeah, I, she's stunning. I mean, mm-hmm. watching the video, the tutorial thing, I think one of the things was like, this person doesn't have any creases or sunspots no. or any kind of markings of being out and living in life. It was it was uh, fascinating yeah. and, and slightly unsettling. Yeah, right. Her makeup tutorial, I have right. to say that. Right. Uh, continuing on with some uh, rando dirt of the day, this Demi Lovato oh. frozen yogurt thing is continuing. She's doubling down on it. She's Why? ridiculous. She's you know, ridiculous. That yeah. little big chill, didn't they even just say, hey, we're just, we've been in the valley since 1975. I mean, what is Don't she doing? Come here. Why is she bullying a little business because they sell sugar-free cookies i mean were the cookies speaking to her well right so the whole story is in case you missed it over the weekend demi lovato called out a frozen yogurt shop in la called the big chill slamming them saying that their products were triggering and awful for her saying that she's in recovery from an eating disorder (laughs) now she was calling out uh, some of the sugar-free cookies and other things that were offered on the counter the frozen yogurt company responded back you know they're a small mom and pop place they got about six thousand followers on instagram and they were like well you know what here's the deal like we carry products for customers who may have diabetes celiac disease options for vegans and many indulgent items as well but now demi lovato today this afternoon is doubling down on yeah didn't she call them diet vultures yes she did oh she's being california sober stupid (laughs) so (laughs) she tweeted a photograph this afternoon to put it on instagram on social media of these low carb high protein flourless cookie products and then she circled it and then just says it screams diet culture and she says quote i won't be gaslit by the media or anyone else to say otherwise she's like gaslighting with her 102 million followers imagine the crap that this little business is gonna get maybe they'll get a few more looky loos in there but they might i mean you know what i mean why is she bullying that i would agree yeah, you know, quite frankly, we don't have an answer for yeah, that because but it's so dumb. Yeah, because she's doubling down on it on her Instagram story. Uh, when uh, the big chill came back with a, a legitimate response to her criticism. Yeah, they even apologize. But I mean, they they don't owe her any apology. Nope. It's their store. They can sell what they want. Go get your frozen yogurt somewhere else. I really am bothered by this. That tells me that she's got some stuff going on yeah california sober well and her response to it it's time the media stops gaslighting women who stand up for themselves oh Oh, for crying out loud stand up for yourself but don't make it be about someone else's business thank you thank you ridiculous she is she's lost all credibility with me now and i think you're right Lori. this tells us something else is going on yeah so i would watch out for your spidey right now yes because it sounds like you are on the edge yep Yep, if you're getting triggered by a yep. sugar-free cookie at Please. a Froyo shop in the valley. Hey, watch out. Yeah. Oh, all right, that's the dirt. Thanks, Holly. You're so welcome. much. We got Sex Monday coming up. Ooh. I shouldn't start a Sex Monday with this, but I thought I'd get this over with. Okay. Um, Goop's Mother's Day gift guide is out. and um, right, Is everyone buying their mama vibrator? Julia, uh, she has... Uh, here's how it's sold. Okay. 
Rocco, let's see if this is okay. anything. You're looking for something to buy your mom. Mm. You know, you're not going to buy a Hermes, an Hermes scrunchie. Okay. Uh, you're not going to buy a diamond tennis bracelet that's $4,000. Maybe you're going to skip on the $559 juicer and the $6,000 Chanel bag. So you go, oh, what's this? A buzzy gift for the woman who taught you about the birds and the bees. And it's a mm. vibrator on a necklace. No. Uh, Who, who's no. going to wear that? Come on. That's dumb. Lori, <laughs> would you wear it if we bought it for you? No, it's Julia. So, it's so rude. Who wants to wear that on their uh, neck? I, I mean, know that it. is just... And, and, and she's the one who says we shouldn't call sex toys sex toys. Right. Is that her? Yes. And then she, yep, well, she wants us to wear a vibrator on her necklace? Around our neck. Same thing. Yeah. For the woman who, buy it only for the woman who taught you about the birds and the bees. And I'm like, I don't think my mom would want me to, and it isn't, it's $149. It's not a, which it's is, not a gay gift. Yeah, which is kind of expensive for a vibrator to wear around your neck. And it's teeny. <laughs> I'm looking at yeah, it. Yeah, it's kind of a pencil. <laughs> it's like, what are you vibrating? Jeez. I'm yeah. Going I'm going there now. I know it. Rocco, it's just. Okay, well, that's a good idea. Um, be, be be wary of who you purchase that for. Yeah, I think that most people would rather have that $149 and, oh, you know, any multitude of other ways yep. than than the necklace. Mm-hmm. What is that? Oh, it's my vibrator. Wear it around your neck as people are either backing up or getting in closer. Right. Taking uh, this a big... is, look what my kids got me for Mother's Day. <laughs> right. They always are so interesting. This year they got me a vibrator. Right. On a necklace. On a necklace. Yeah. It's rose gold. Yeah. Here, do you want to look at it? Uh, no, 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 no thanks. No. <laughs> okay, I just was waiting to make uh, fun of that. All right, so let's talk to the single people out there, the newly broken up, the COVID. You know, people have been dumping people. Have they? I, oh, yeah. Is this what's going on? People, their eyes have been opened and people have realized time's wasting. I don't they want to realize the pandemic with you. That's right. Time marched <laughs> I'm slowly. I'm kicking you off of my show. And it, it just made people become clear eyed, and there's mm-hmm. just been a lot of breaking up. So, for people getting back out there and whatever, um, apparently, uh, we, if you're nervous about having sex with somebody else, this is totally normal and natural. But what do men worry about and what do women worry about? Men worry about getting it up. Women worried about, well, I'm just being honest. Yeah. That's what I would be worried about. That's men of a certain age. Okay, right. Right, Julia? Because I know I never in my 20s or 30s or 40s ever worried about a guy getting it up. Okay, men worry about coming too quick? Yeah. Okay, and women would worry about... um, Here's, Here's, so the top 10 sex worries, and this was a survey... Of 2,000 people. So it's your average survey. Um, So here's what, guys, their top 10 sex worries. Uh, They're worried they'll get interrupted. That's number 10. Bad breath. If they have bad breath, anybody. Okay. Okay. Bad breath. Mm -hmm. Squeaky bed or banging headboard. That's way down the list. They won't won't compare to your your last partner. Okay. Um, They're worried if they drank too much. Okay. So that is whiskey weenie. A, mm-hmm, whiskey mm-hmm. weenie. I've they, got names for these. Yeah, <laughs> they worry if you're going to fake it, and will they be able to tell? Because sure, mm, okay, who cares? They worry number four if they're 
big enough. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Well, this could be for he or Size. she. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be. Yep. It could be. Mm-hmm. Is he faking it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't. Um, they worry. Guys worry. This is number three. And well, let's ask Rocco if this okay. is true. Man boobs. Being mm-hmm. out of shape, not sure. feeling... Well, good. Sure, finally. Yeah. Women have to worry about this forever. Women worry about right, it. Right, finally. Yeah, That's whatever. moved up the list yeah, from last I, I year. I got no problem with that. About damn well, that's time. It's been COVID. People right. have either Who, lost weight or gained it. Uh, their partner, he or she, won't have an orgasm. And number one, the number one sex worry is it will be over too soon. Mm-hmm. I knew all these. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did. I just yeah. didn't say them out loud. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, women, what do they worry about? Their body, probably. If Julia, that's on the man yes, thing, their body. Yes. Um, the number one, the sex will be a letdown. Sure. For women. That's yep. what they're worried about. Number two, that their partner won't like the their body, especially their boobs. They have the most anxiety about the boobs. Okay? They don't care. Um, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm keeping this... Um, uh, I'm keeping this pansexual, yes, okay? Are. I'm trying yep, to yep. I'm trying to be inclusive, yep, include, yep, yep. not have it just be heteronormal. Good, okay, okay. I don't even know if that's a word. I don't need heteronormal. I think that was heteronormal. I don't know. Good, yeah. Yeah, thank you. Um, women worry about uh, you know they worry about the thatch or lack of or how hairy they are, mm-hmm. what their bikini line mm-hmm. is, what the other person Down their might hair care, and then they worry also about. Shaving their legs. I mean, be honest. Sometimes, you know, you don't, you're not expecting anything. Quit shaving your legs. You know? Is that really on there? That is. That is such a small word. Julia, you're not a hairy person. I know. You are the, you are a non-hairy Italian. I know. And I'm a white one. Yeah. I'm a Italian. You're a Italian. So, mm-hmm. no, uh, big, you know, having not great underwear, which is why you should always have some sexy mm-hmm. underwear. Um, women worry that they won't have an orgasm mm-hmm. because they're going to be too uptight. They're worried about varding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. The vaginal fart. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> the vart. As it were. As it were. And it's like, wow, you know, and not, every, you know, people like when you're just thinking of you're with somebody for the, you know, you're like, I hope I don't vart. And maybe you're a varder. In I a really have position. to admit I've never thought that. What? No, no. Well, Julia, maybe you're not a varder. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but sometimes you're with somebody and the way you guys fit together creates varding. <laughs> no, I'm bringing, I'm probably well, bringing a dark. Maybe you're not a varder. Yeah. Does it even need to be a V vart? Couldn't it just be a regular? It could be. It could be. But so the old vaginal fart, you know, you when that sound, name. when that vart happens, you know, you don't want anyone to think you're really farting out of your bottom. Right. But then you're like, ah, the vart. Okay, Lori, this is so funny. Um, Okay, another thing um, that women worry about is the whole oral sex. What do they worry about? Well, sometimes women don't want to give oral sex, and sometimes women don't want to have oral sex too quickly with somebody. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, who knows? There's a lot of hang-ups around it. What about receiving? Is that on the list or no? That's just, they worry both directions. Having to give, having to get, you know, like I always, this was my personal. All right, this uh, is going to be good. I'm staying quiet on this. I think this is such a silly worry, but I get it. No, no, no. And maybe this is the eight, but like to me, I had to 
really like you, really like you yeah. to, you know, yeah. Uh, have oral sex with yeah. the guy. You, know, you should really I, I'd, like someone to I'd, do a lot of things. I, yeah, I know, but I would screw them before I do the other thing. Mm-hmm. Because to me, I was like, uh, you know, that seemed more Intimate. personal. And I was like, I don't know if I'm going to even like you tomorrow. So... You know, let's uh, let's get let's right pleasure to, me. Let's get to the let's get <laughs> yeah. to the good stuff right away. You know. <laughs> anyway, uh, women also worry about getting interrupted, squeaky bed banging. That's headboard. just so funny. I've never ever ever thought about a squeaky bed or a headboard. Julia, right. you don't have any kids at home oh, while right. you were back out in the dating yeah, world. If you had been dating with kids, like Casey, when I dated him, he's like, you can never be at my house when my kids are home because I they can't hear us having sex. I'm like, what? You guys put in soundproofing when you built your addition, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, he... Nobody. Yeah, I, guess I never. I never had you that. Didn't, thought. You didn't, didn't have any that. kids right, right. living with you that you had to worry about yeah. that, because that is. Uh, I believe it would be. An, I get it. You know, the interruption from the kids. I right. Right. And then seventy-eight percent of women and sixty-two percent of men say they have a worry or a little anxiety before sleeping with someone for the first time. But the good thing is, you know, things do improve with time. With the majority saying that is you. The physical relationship starts, the better it will get then. Mm-hmm. That, you know, people feel good about that. Everyone has sex fears. I've laid out the one that has been afraid to be named, the VART. <laughs> <laughs> if nothing, we've learned that the vaginal VART, you know, the fart, the vaginal fart equal VART. Is that in the Urban Dictionary? I don't know. Right. <laughs> Don't know that I've ever heard that before. You are so happy saying this next Monday. I feel like this has brought you joy. Oh, it really has. You get to use a lot of good words. Well, you know, mm. words. The people are so no uptight. people aren't that uptight it, anymore. But it, I get it. It is, is an a, urban dictionary. Is and it? It's, it a and in Swedish, it means where. Oh, vart is the IKEA. Okay, yeah, it's oh. over there. All so, right. so well, we, wherever you're from, it has different meetings. Yeah. It could be furniture. It could be, yeah. you know. But you could always, fr- you know, like if that happened, you you know. No, you laugh. Yeah, you laugh, laugh. about it. Here's the thing. It Everyone is all, would be nervous with any, I mean, I think that's normal being nervous yes. the first time. Then don't do it till you're ready is what I'm going to say. And you feel comfortable with this person. Oh, Julia, you're such a mom. What about when you're horny? You're hot and horny and you want some. Jeez. So many of these things, I feel like you could just let slide, you know, like, oh, you didn't shave your legs? Uh, I agree. Whatever, you know. Right. It just, like, when you, the anticipation of you, you've decided, I like this person, you Mm -hmm. know, we're going to do it. And you just, Mm -hmm. you know, you just have these things. Yeah. Be honest, Julia. You, people have these anxieties. And when you get out of, a relationship, you know, just because you wanted out of it doesn't mean there isn't a little bit of anxiety. Of course there is. Of, so, but of course, darling. But of All course. Right. All right. Go off and don't be ashamed of your varts. <laughs> varts for president. <laughs> we'll be back. Hey, everybody. Oh, my gosh. Guess who is 15 years old today? We Holly posted the little sweet Instagram that her Ooh. mom posted. Katie Holmes' daughter, Surrey. Surrey. Oh, my gosh. Surrey Cruz, abandoned by her father, Tom Cruz, because <laughs> Katie was not going to be a Scientologist. Right. And she really looks so much like both she Tom really does. and Katie. She really does. But um, she's 15. 15. Isn't I remember the cover of Vanity Fair that they were on with her. 
with yeah mm-hmm. yeah and she's wearing low-rise jeans with the crop top the you know kids are wearing right. that and she's at, has an ice cream cone walking in new york but her mom did a sweet photo of her holding her when she was a baby do you think that moms like at 15 you're just like how can my baby be a year away from getting a driver's license or do you I think, think there's you, something about that number? You mean about a girl versus a boy? Either just you know, a 15, 16-year-old oh, that it, you just go, how did you? It? The yeah. time flies, but it sometimes it goes so slow. Yeah. I think that was what I in parenting. Yeah. It flew by, but at sometimes you're based like... based on the sentimental post that's that so Katie cute. has posted, her daughter is like four and her daughter is like an infant. Oh, I love posting those little pictures. Yeah. Happy 15th birthday, sweetheart. I love you. I can't believe you're already 15. No one can. No one can. Mm-hmm. Tom, do you even remember? I mean, do you think she's had therapy about that? Of a mm-hmm. Duh. Yeah. Of course she has. I think and she's there's no relationship with Mm-mm. his other kids. Mm-mm. Nothing with him. Mm-mm. Boy. Hmm. Isn't that something? We can and never get to, over that, Rocco. Yeah, to, no. to let go of your kid because of uh, foey religion. Yeah. Well, I, I think mean, that, what would Zeno say about that? I mean, she wasn't allowed because the mom was suppressive. Suppressive. Yeah. And you're Katie not divorced him, so she didn't have to go into. When you're six years old in Scientology, you go into the school. Yeah. And your parents are no longer your. You parents. start to get alienated from yep. your parents. From your parents. Yeah, that's the whole trick Process. of that cult. Yeah. We will alienate your children from from you you? starting at age six. She's like, no way. And Katie's like, she's this like Ohio girl, grew up Catholic. And she's like, "Mm, dad, can you get me out of this? That was one of the most exciting gossip things in all the years we've been on the air. When they, that break up the burner phones, the everything, everything that we learned about. I mean, it was just like really something because her dad got her out. He did. He got her out, yep. and he outsmarted Tom Cruise and his Scientology handlers and all the taping, because yes. they were taping everything. I mean, I she couldn't make a move. Tom knew everything that was going she on. She would blink. Lori would be like, look at her blink. She blinked twice. Oh, She's she having was, a feeling. She was constantly. And then after they split up, as soon as she was away from him, then she was out and about with Suri. Every day wearing every real day. shoes. Mm-hmm. Wearing real shoes, and it, she had to wear a coat in the winter. Because in Scientology, if you don't want to wear shoes or go to bed at any given time, you don't. When you're That's kids. just so weird. I, what a weird, dumb thing. Yeah. I think it's just weird. I mean, you yeah. would there would be paparazzi photos, and Suri would be in her little mm-hmm. mini high heels and no coat, and it would be like November, and you're like, what? When she's like four. Happening? Okay, so a friend of mm-hmm. ours, Lori, said she agreed with the serpent being stressful like Ozark. Yeah. But but said stick with it because it's so good. Yeah, it is so good. The other good one that I can't even believe that Casey and I have fallen so far down the rabbit hole. But that show for all mankind, the space show. And what's it on? It's again? on Apple. Oh yeah, Joel Kinnaman. The the people right. in it are. It's a drama. It's a all drama, right. and it's if you have Apple Plus, I'm not ready to it buy was, it again. I guess it was made at the same time as Morning Show. Oh, really? It and came out in 2019, and the new second season came out in just this past February. And it is so an alternate. It's a yeah, so you can watch both of oh, them right can? now. Okay. But it's an alternate history of the U.S. and Russia and the space program. So, like, Jimmy Carter is a senator from Georgia. 
um, all kinds of alternate history, like the man in the high castle. And there's a, there's a moon base and, and the Russians and the Americans are fighting over the moon base. And it's, there's, there's, it's just really, it's quite, quite good, quite a good, good, um, movie, even though it's in space and astronauts, but there's all this good drama and some sex and, um, poignant stuff feelings. Okay, but let's go back to the This Is Us one because you finally oh, yes. caught up and watched, watched it. it. That was so good. Last week's episode. Last amazing. week's episode was so amazing. This Is Us, but don't you think that this year... Well, the frank conversation from the white brother to the black brother and their two experiences powerful. and... It's powerful. It was very and powerful. Poignant. It's very. so good. So, so, so good. And And Kevin was being, you know, really, really dense... But then you could also see why he was being mm-hmm. dense. They did a beautiful job of kind Don't of explaining, uh, othering like and gaslighting. Awards. Like I, that is one they should both submit for the Emmys. Because it, it both was of that the actors. Good. Yeah, it was because Sterling Parker always or Sterling K. Brown always gets it. But the guy who plays the other Kevin, one, mm-hmm. him, him, even though he's uh, you know did his wife dirty, but whatever. Sometimes they got to be done. Sometimes people are done dirty. You know, what can we say, Rocco? It happens. It happens. It happens. What's the song? Dirty Deeds, Done, done Dirt Cheap. Oh, that's a good wow. song. Dirty Deeds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who sang that song? I know. All who? right, who? ACDC. Oh, duh. We should have known that, Lori. Rock. I mean, we How did we know? You guys don't know your classic. Rock. No, we don't, Rocco. So we don't. No. We always think everything is ACDC, Poison, or <laughs> Twisted Sister. <laughs> Well, you got poison right on the Bop Week. That was good. Yeah, I know. Skinny Bop. Yeah, uh, Julia asked how the game went with Davina on Friday. I said we tied. Oh my gosh, that was fun. I mean, we tied. It wasn't an uneven slaughter like it is with me. She can go back every Friday. (laughs) (laughs) And our sing along, we like you two musicians, her and Rocco. It was like probably probably our best one we've ever done. McCartney type harmonies, I think. We should just keep playing that. Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Have a good night, everyone. We'll be back. Job done. Off you go.